The Lamudi Academy online series is a series of online sessions with the Lamudi Academy coach Nadine Passes, who will share her tips on digital marketing and how you can retain your business amid the current challenges. Hello everyone, my name is Nadine Passis, Learning and Development Coach for Lamudi Philippines. And for today's webinar on Facebook, we are going to discuss a guide to virtual tours and online property presentations. So let's get started. The good thing about most of us now moving online, or for a lot of us who have already moved online, is that the buyer and seller journey is now simplified. For the buyer, all they need to do is find your listings, send you an inquiry, start weighing their options, and then make their purchase. As for a seller, now all you have to do is upload your listings, send a response to any inquiries that you might receive, nurture the leads that are qualified, and sell. But not everything can be done online, right? There's still the need to visit the property. And visiting the property is basically the make or break of an, almost any property transaction. But what if it's more difficult to do that right now? Well, for the typical situation where a client might be abroad or is currently unavailable, right? You still need to create a way for the buyer to see the property and now in this current situation where everyone might be quarantined, even more, it is even more important for us to think of solutions in order to have the property presentation done online. The thing is, videos, virtual tours, and online presentations, they have always been useful tools in marketing properties. We've had virtual reality tours. We've had, um, you know, a broker, broker just uploading property tours on YouTube. We've had people go on Facebook Live to do a property tour or to do an open house online. But now with this current crisis, it has highlighted a need for a property professional to have these tools and materials ready. We've heard stories of brokers who, you know, were supposed to have trippings during this period, but are unable to and are not even able to present the property because they don't have the right tools, they don't have the materials ready for their clients. So I'm sure most brokers are now thinking, are now, you know, planning to have virtual tours and property, um, you know, online property presentations in order to serve this need. But again, this need has always been there. It's just been highlighted now where everyone is unable to visit properties. So as I mentioned earlier, you know, some brokers have taken to using their virtual tours and creating private online property presentations to keep clients engaged and interested in the property and even as a jumping point for brokers to discuss client concerns. Now is the time, again, a lot of brokers have been saying this over and over again, it's more important to provide, uh, you know, provide value, provide solutions for your clients, be able to serve them in this time of need. And using property presentations or even online meetings, if you can now set up online meetings with your clients, it's a great way to jump off and continue discussing client concerns if they have any. Adding to that, online shoppers themselves, they're more particular about visuals and descriptions. Online buyers are looking for good quality visuals to capture their attention, and they're also looking for engaging and complete product descriptions in order to make decisions. So 
if you think about it, what really matters when you're doing your videos and online presentations is a combination of good visuals and proper engagement. So let's get started. Let's talk about these two main tools or materials and how you're going to combine visuals with proper engagement and make sure that these, uh, these practices that you're making are actually effective. Let's start with videos. So why should you consider videos? 80% of internet traffic right now are videos and that makes them very popular tools. In fact, it's going to be even more now that everyone is quarantined. If you look at, you know, if you look at websites right now like Netflix, there was a huge spike in people watching videos on Netflix and on YouTube. In fact, right now, um, YouTube and Netflix has decided to change their options and make it so that most videos or all videos or all movies start in standard definition, meaning everyone uses less bandwidth so that more people can access the internet and there's smoother flow of, uh, of information online, uh, which is especially needed during this crisis. Buyers are also more likely to recall your product using videos, and in general, videos tend to have higher engagement, especially live stream videos. But some challenges that you need to consider is that number one, there's a huge saturation of videos online. Because videos are so popular, of course, everyone's going to start making videos. On top of that, it's more time and resource consuming than other methods. However, Let's see how we can solve both of these challenges. Let's start with saturation of videos online. It's important, number one, to make sure that your content stands out, right? You have to make sure that your content stands out. And how do you do that? Again, by providing as much value as you can. Second, market your videos. Actually push these videos, um, you know, make events out of these videos, share them on social media, on all your pages, on every platform that you can think of or that you're utilizing right now. And personally share your videos with your clients. Sometimes having them posted on, you know, on Facebook uh, publicly is not enough. Perhaps for your more um, for your more high value clients, it's a good idea to personally send them a message and say, "Hey, I'm about to feature a property right now. If you if you're ever interested or if you want to look into something during a while we're stuck in quarantine, it would be a uh, here's the link, and it would be great if you could take a look at it." So, if you can create videos where there's valuable content included with your presentations, if you can properly market your videos and push it to the right social media sites and push it at the right time and, you know, create the right type of the create the right marketing mix in order to push these and sharing these videos personally with your clients, you could you, you should be able to cut through uh, cut through all the noise and make sure that your videos uh, is watched and seen. Now for the second challenge, which is, you know, creating videos is time and resource consuming. But the good thing about this is that if you create videos, you can basically use it for the future. So it's very easy to make a lot of videos right now. There are a lot of apps that automatically can do this for you. Um, of course, they're not going to be very, very detailed and very, um, very custom. You have to learn these yourselves. But it, at this point, 
if we have time or if you have time right now, you can start learning basic techniques for making your videos and then save the videos that you've created for future use. Hopefully not for another uh, quarantine period, but at the, le at the very least you have more marketing material to use or you can basically share uh, these same videos with clients who are abroad or who are currently unavailable or for those that you feel might take a long while before they make a decision or before they're able to purchase the property. Now there are two ways to present your property via videos. There's live videos and then there's edited videos. So let's get started first with live videos. Here are you know, here are a few things you should know when you're live streaming your property presentation. There are two ways for you to do this. There's your on-site live stream, which is basically you're at the property and live streaming yourself there. And then there's a presentation live stream where you have prepared a presentation and all the available visual materials that you have. It's very easy for you to start a live stream nowadays. All you have to do is, for example, uh, for for Facebook, all you need to do is click on that live button and Facebook will, you know, give you a walkthrough as to how all of these work. Same with YouTube. And I'm sure it's the same for uh, Instagram live. So this is for YouTube. This view is for YouTube. And this is what you will see if you select go live on uh, on the home page of YouTube. And basically YouTube will have every, everything set up. It'll ask you what settings you'd like. It'll give you a walkthrough as well as to how everything should go. Um, and yeah, it should be, it, it might take a while before you understand all of it, but if you follow all of the walkthroughs, they're very easy to understand. You should be able to set up something in maybe half an hour or an hour of just learning through all of these. Now here's a special note if you have a if you're doing a presentation live stream, again, a presentation live stream is a live stream where you are not in the property. Uh, and would make sense if we are in a, uh, if you were in a situation like this where you're stuck um, where you're basically stuck at home, you can't do anything, but you do have visual materials like photos and videos, etc. So if you're doing a presentation live stream, then you will absolutely need the following. You will need a streaming software like OBS. In fact, this is what I'm using right now. And you'll need um, prepared visuals and online material like photos, a Google map link, a PowerPoint presentation, or you know maybe your online listing. Maybe you should um, open up your Lamudi listing and use that as well. And of course, a webcam. Um, so just to show you what it looks like, right? So I'm going to switch the view right now, or uh, I'm going to just sneakily add OBS here. So what you're seeing right now is a screenshot, but this is what the app actually looks like, right? So this is what it looks like. And basically I have two screens. Now you don't need two screens in order to make it work, but two screens is going to be absolutely helpful um, if you want to make it easier on you. And what you're seeing right now is um, the sources, right? These sources basically um, will be what this app will be recording. So in my case, I have two screens. So I have display capture here, right? And what display capture does is basically it selects what screen it should be showing. So in this case, this is, um, this is display two or my second display. And I have the option to actually switch to a different display. So give me a moment to 
to switch, right? So let me just show this here. And then I will show you what I mean if I select, if I go to properties, this is display two, I switch to display one. It should show, there we go. And now it's showing what's in my first display. And then you can switch to display two again and give it some time, it'll switch. And there we go, we're in display two. So that's basically how OBS works. Um, of course, it's not going to be that simple. However, what it does is that it makes it easier uh, for you to record everything. Um, and later on, I can show you how, well, I can give you the apps of how you can do it with your mobile phone as well if you don't have a laptop or a desktop at the moment. But that's how it works for, um, for OBS. So basically, combine that streaming software with all the prepared visuals and online materials that you have, right? So say we have a Google map link, oops, a Google map link, right? Uh, the listing that, you know, you found, uh, or the, not the listing that you found, but the listing that you have. And now all you can do is just, uh, for example, you can just go on Google Chrome, load up your listing, load up Google map, and just switch from one to another in order to showcase the property. Of course, don't forget your webcam as well in order so that your, your clients can actually see you and your facial expression. But we'll get to that a little bit later. Now, when you're done with a live stream, right, um, you will be given the option to end the live stream. Once that's done, you can save the playback to send to other prospective clients who missed the live stream. Um, you will be able to get a link to that and then just send it to your clients. It's very easy. Or sometimes Facebook and YouTube does this automatically. After you're done with the live stream, it'll save a copy of that video and you can just either publish it publicly or send it to your client, uh, send that link to your clients. But afterwards, a good idea would be for you to download, um, for you to download the, the video that you just, uh, did live and then upload the saved video on Lamudi. Because one thing you should know about Lamudi is that we make it so that you can embed YouTube videos, um, property presentation videos on your listing. So if you have a video or if you can create a video right now, you can upload that on YouTube and then add that link on uh, on the Lamudi um, listing page or uploading listing page. Now let's talk about edited videos. Now, edited videos are actually very easy. Um, used to be a few years ago, it would be difficult for you to actually come up with videos and, you know, string all of your or stitch all of your photos and videos together and make it more cohesive. But nowadays, all you have to do is prepare the property photos and videos you want to include in your presentation video, and then prepare your pitch and property details and highlights. So the pitch is basically, you know, what you're going to say as the video is running, or if you would rather that, you know, you could just add text while the video is ongoing. That's a possibility for you as well. But I'd like to just um, stress that it, it is going to be way more convincing if your video is there as well or if your your face is also there as you're presenting the property. But all you need to do is, you know, prepare all of those together and edit it with, you know, available software. So here are a few basic apps for your for your recommendation. If you're using a mobile phone um, or smartphone in order to present the property, then you can use Quick, Video Shop, and Adobe Premiere Rush. These three 
are free. Of course, there might be some limitations um, for for pay, uh, for free users, but the point is all of these three are free. They're very easy to use. Um, all you need to do is, again, prepare all of the photos and videos that you have and then have these apps string them all together and then add your voiceover. Um, and then if you're using a desktop or a laptop, then you can easily do this through Adobe Spark. The good thing about Adobe Spark is, again, it's free. And on top of that, it sort of um, has options that you can choose from. So for example, it basically lays out what is your objective for this video, and then it'll help guide you create the right video with the right objective. Now, some additional tips for video marketing. If you're doing an edited video, keep it short and concise. Edited videos, when you upload them on social media, tend to do very well if they're quite short. Um, in fact, that is also our experience when, whenever we're uploading um, listing videos on, on Lemoody, right? Um, if it's short and concise, it'll tend to have more engagement and it'll, it'll tend to work better on Facebook. Um, when you're doing a live stream, you need to focus on one main idea at a time. Oftentimes, it's easy for us to ramble through a video and suddenly completely miss or, you know, add too many ideas during a presentation. So an, a tip would be including, you know, including all the photos and videos that you're doing, add like a presentation, like a PowerPoint presentation as part of your video so that you're focused on that one main idea. You can also try, you know, including relevant and educational themes in your property presentation videos. You know, for example, you want to include um, a video where that advises clients why, you know, why is it a good idea to invest right now? Or why is it a good idea to invest in this location? And then you add that um, before your official property presentation. And you might have clients who are who will be more interested, not just on the property itself, but also who might want to work with you because not only did you just display, you know, why this property is valuable, but you've also just displayed why you could be a valuable um, partner as they're searching for properties. Always have a call to action after every video, you know, make sure that after the video, your clients can do something or will be able to execute something. So for example, in a case like this, where it's a, more of an educational video, right? Uh, our call to action is inviting you guys to, you know, attend the next webinar or, um, you know, ask us if you are interested if, uh, or ask you if you're interested in, in group training seminars and private seminars or sorry, private webinars. And that is an example of a call to action. Your call to action might be, um, if you are creating this video for a general audience who might be interested in a property, your call to action might be, Hey, if you're interested, you know, comment down below and let me know, or send me a, send me a private message and I'll answer you. Or if you were, you were only, if you only have a private uh, presentation with your client, then a good idea would be to ask your client to, you know, give them, give them or give you their feedback or, um, you know, initiate a, a new call maybe, or schedule a new call after like a week or so, etc. So that's what we mean by call to action. And then you can do more than just property presentations for your video marketing, um, for your videos or your video marketing. You can be more creative. You can create explainer or educational videos. I believe um, our one of our latest um, uh, webinars or 
or uh, episodes for Surviving Broker Business where we had RJ Ledesma. RJ Ledesma basically shared that it's a good idea to also create webinars for your clients, for your buyers, because I'm sure a lot of them have a lot of questions. They might be asking, okay, how are loans going to work now? How are investments going to be now? What is the market going to look like? What are opportunities I should be looking for? You know, they have a lot of questions, we're sure. Um, and maybe if you create an educational video, a webinar, you can gain a lot of engagement on that. You can also do property updates if you are working on projects. If you are working on several projects, uh, then property updates would be great. And of course, you know, you have testimonial videos as well where you can probably uh, speak with your client or ask your client if they can, you know, if they can, if they can share with others, um, if they've had a great experience with you as their broker. Now, the next one is online presentations. So online presentations, why should you do it? It's a convenient way for you to meet with your clients. Uh, buyers can open the presentation on any device. So there are, you know, the tools that we're sharing with you, you've seen them on the previous webinar, but, um, and the reason why we share those tools is because you can open them easily, whether on a phone or on a laptop or a desktop, you can use them on any device. And if you need to send product information, you can send them easily um, and safely as well. Because it's an online presentation, chances are, of course, it's more private. You have a small group of people in the room and you can just easily um, add on the uh, chat box if you have any additional files to send them or any additional links to send them. Everything can be sent and everything can be more organized uh, during an online presentation. Now, some challenges that you might have to consider. Um, if you are doing an open presentation where you're inviting client after client after client um, and you're all in one big group like this one, right? There's a good chance that there might be low client participation. On top of that, if you, you know, if both of you or if you have, if you have yourself and several clients who need to be online at the same time or who need to have or who need to use video or audio and video um, features in order to proceed with the online presentation, right? There could be an issue with your internet connection um, in that maybe your client's internet drops off or maybe your internet drops off. But let's go through these two challenges and see how we can solve both of them. If you are afraid of low client participation, it's a good idea for you to push your online presentation on your social media pages and networks in advance, uh, generally one week to two weeks before the video presentation or before the online presentation. Uh, you should be pushing this on your social media pages. Go to your networks, go to your clients, right? Send these to them, ask them if they're interested, and then confirm your client's attendance. Make sure that if they sign up for your um, online presentation that they actually attend. And how do you do that? Give them a little call, give them a little message and say, hey, I'm looking forward to seeing you on, um, I'm looking forward to seeing you on the online presentation. Uh, if there's anything that you want me to specifically highlight, or if there's any, uh, any concern that you'd like me to answer, immediately during the presentation, let me know so that I can include it as I present. Uh, and yeah, one way, like one way for you to easily confirm clients is just by asking them what they'd like to hear. Now, if you have problematic internet connection, um, a good idea would be to create a video already, like have an offline video 
uh, already create a video with the OBS tool that I just shared with you um, and all the other materials in advance just in case the presentation cannot push through. In case your client cannot go online, there's an issue um, in case your internet suddenly goes down and you know it'll take you half an hour or an, a full hour in order to get your internet back. It's good to have a video or a PowerPoint presentation ready just in case um, the presentation or yeah, just in case the meeting or the presentation can't push through. It's also a good idea for you to find different platforms to hold the online presentation. So the reason why Lamudi Academy has Skype, has YouTube, has Zoom webinars, it's because we want to be able to be more flexible just in case one doesn't work. Then we have another one. Then we have another one. It's good to have your plan A, plan B, plan C, just to make sure that, you know, um, all options have been exhausted before we go for um, just sending the materials online um, because of poor internet connection. And it's always a good idea to you, you know to check your technology in advance, check your internet in advance. Uh, a good idea would be to you know half an hour before um, the presentation, look into your internet, make sure that everything is running well, and not just your internet. Check your audio and video devices. Um, have your clients check their audio and video devices. Um, do a speed test run just to see how how things are. And um, oftentimes, if you are having you know internet issues regularly, there might be a pattern there. So, for example, um, I know that around 10:30 a.m. my internet starts slowing down for about half an hour, and every Sunday my internet slows down as well. So that's when I know I'm not supposed to hold any webinars or online presentations. So make sure that everything is running well. Um, choose the correct time. See if you have any patterns when it comes to um, internet connection um, slowing down or speeding up, and then choose wisely where you want to schedule things. Now, platforms for your online presentation, we discussed this on tool and the on the tools and tips videos. Um, but just to reiterate, right again, Zoom and Skype are you know great tools for you to use in order to do video presentations. They're easy to set up. You can just send a link to your client and your clients can just click that link and have everything installed and set up as well. Um, and how you, you know, how you set up an online presentation is easy. All you need to do is set up your meeting details. On Zoom, it automatically adds it to your Google Calendar. Um, if that Google Calendar account is the same as the account, uh, is using the same email as um, what you use to sign up for Zoom. Um, and then all you have to do is invite your clients to the room or to the group and then start the presentation. One thing to note though, don't forget to use screen sharing because of course you might be doing a full presentation and forget, oh, I'm actually not showing the screen. Um, so do take some time to get familiar with the tools available to you or what you're using. Maybe you're not using Zoom or Skype, but take the time to, you know, um, fidget around the, uh, the, the tools to make sure that everything is running well and you can conduct these presentations as smoothly as possible. Now, when you're creating your online presentation, a tip would be 
you know, you can create a simple but engaging presentation so long as you mix your visuals and text. Um, the reason why you want to do this, a lot of um, a lot of some presentations will actually just feature visuals and just visuals like just photos of the property. And if you if that's your worst case scenario, like you can't do a lot of editing or you're struggling with the editing, that's fine. But if you can create a presentation that combines text and visuals, um, it'll be a good idea for you to do so because at the very least your clients can follow through the presentation just in case your audio cuts out um, and you can basically highlight or choose to highlight what your you know what your clients need to understand immediately don't forget that you are included in the online presentation so make sure to check your background and your overall look um, I, I, I know that everyone is used to working from home and so usually when you work from home you're in your pajamas you're in your pambahay clothes um, but of course since you're doing an online presentation a professional online presentation right make sure that you're wearing the right outfit that you look nice and clean um, and that your background is also clean as well with very little distractions as possible. All right, now when you're doing your presentation flow, um, make sure that you highlight the right information during the presentation. Don't go and delve too deeply into it unless your client asks you to. And usually you want to, you know, to save, um, to save the, the, uh, the more, um, the more nitty gritty things right the more detailed things uh, for later for when your client actually asks right so that you can create a proper conversation with your clients if your clients have any questions you can answer them and you know you're not ending up with where after your presentation your client doesn't have doesn't have anything to ask or doesn't have anything to say so a short presentation that addresses a buyer's needs is way better than a long presentation about everything everything else that your client is concerned about they can ask after the presentation so that at the very least um you know there's some time for actual proper engagement now when you're doing your presentation flow remember the word prep p r e p prep point what is the main point of your message relate why do you want to say this point relate it to your buyer's needs right so for example if you are talking about a location right if you're talking about your your property's location what is the main point of your message your main point of your message um, is you want to show uh, to your client that the location is actually very convenient it's close to a lot of you know important uh, landmarks um, and why do you want to say this point because your buyer of course would care about uh your buyer of course cares about how accessible that property is um you emphasize your point through stories or illustration so a good idea would be for you to you know to have real stories uh, real experiences of how convenient you know uh how convenient a location or the property's location is and then to to round it all out you know state your point one more time just to make sure that your client uh, gets it or and also to wrap up everything right so a possible example would be well uh right now the uh, not right now but a possible example would be the property is actually you know conveniently located because um, especially for you ma'am if you are uh if you're a working professional and say you you're working in makati right now um this property is located near the mrt it's not too 
close to the MRT that you can actually hear the train, but it's close enough that you can take 10 to 15 minutes in order to, to reach the MRT. Um, in fact, uh, I, I, I used to have a client who lives nearby and, you know, her, her, um, her travel time from, uh, from home to office has shortened from one hour to 30 minutes. Uh, and it's, it's, uh, and it's why, uh, I just want to, again, state out like for the price of this property, it's actually quite worth it because it's located in a very, um, in a very accessible place. So that's quite a rough way to do it, but that's just one of the examples of how you can, how you can showcase the highlight of your property. P-R-E-P, point, relate emphasize and point again. Now, additional tips for your online presentation. It's very, very important that before the online presentation begins, that you send your clients clear instructions on how the online meeting will take place and just double check to see if they understand. Again, everyone is now used to online tools, but you never know. Maybe you have a client who is just not used to using Zoom or is just not used to using Skype, right? Uh, or they might not even have Skype. Perhaps you are speaking to a client who wears, uh, who lives in a place where Skype isn't as popular as it is here in the Philippines. So you can send them a, you know, a very short message after they confirm their attendance. And you can say something like this. So hi, Nadine. Thanks again for agreeing to an online presentation of the property. Here's how we're doing it. Um, step one, if you haven't yet, please download Skype using this link. Step two, make sure that your audio and video device is working. Skype will have a tutorial to help set it up, but let me know if you need help. This is very important. Make sure that they know that your lines are open in case they need help with the technology that you're about to use. Um, otherwise, it'll be quite difficult to get your client on board with using Skype. Uh, step three, I'll schedule the call at 4 p.m. Thursday. It helps to check a few minutes before the call if your internet is stable and your audio and video devices are prepped. So be ready about five minutes before then. So uh, this is also a tip for you, right? Uh, make sure that your internet is stable, everything is prepared, and be ready five minutes before the call. And step four, if there's anything about the property you want me to specifically highlight and go in depth about, let me know. So this actually helps you a lot in preparing for your presentation because now it lets, if your client responds um, as soon as possible, then you have you know additional insight as to what really has to be part of the presentation and what can be cut out of the online presentation. Second, present like you would face-to-face. -face. So be aware of your body language and tone and also check your facial expressions. Make sure that um, if your clients have questions, control that facial expression. Just because you're not seeing each other physically, you know, it's still a face-to-face -face conversation. So make sure that you are well presentable and of course, check your body language, check your tone. Um, encourage questions and comments. So this is something that we often do um, prior to and after the the live streams that we conduct or the online presentations that we have. You know, we always ask for questions. If you have any questions, let us know. If you have, if you want to know about, if there are things that you want to know about, let us know so that we can prepare in advance. And certainly, you should do that as well during your presentation and after the presentation, so that you, um, so that you can effectively, efficiently answer your client's questions. 
Um, you can try to also discuss about different topics that your clients may find relevant. Um, of course, if you're speaking to a investor type client, you know, make sure that you are ready to discuss about investment, about the economy, about um, about new developments in during this situation, just so that if your client has other concerns outside of the property that you're presenting, you can also, you know, you can also chime in and you can also sort of um, answer any of their concerns there as well. Finally, make sure to send a summary of the presentation as well as a call to action. Again, your call to action is basically your way in order to move your client to the next step in order to let your client know what's the next step of this entire conversation. So make sure that included with your summary of the entire conversation, you send that call to action. Now, if you're unable to do videos and online presentations, then we absolutely have to talk about pictures. The pictures you post on your listings are still ways to present your property, especially if, for example, you have an Airbnb rental. And I'm sure all the um, all the brokers and property owners who use Airbnbs know how vital it is to have pictures because it is the only way for you to present that property. And in a case like this, where people aren't able to leave their houses, where people aren't able to leave their homes, right? Um, then pictures is then sometimes pictures is your only way in order to present that property. Uh, so you have to, of course, have a, a maybe not a database, but you also have to have a huge inventory of quality photos prepared with you. Um, not just for, you know, not just for your online videos and presentations, but also for your listings as well, because your buyers are still expecting quality pictures. And usually in e-commerce, products with good pictures get viewed 94% more. Images on listings can make your buyer stay engaged longer. So if, for example, of course, on the Moody, the more photos and the more quality photos you have, the better your chances of being found by your uh, potential buyer because there's more activity happening there because there are more there are more photos to be seen there and to be um, to be looked at. So obviously, listings with more photos will have more engagement and will therefore have better visibility on platform on a platform like Lamudi. And again, as I mentioned earlier, additional material for your online videos and presentations. Um, of course, you can't really have an online presentation if you don't have photos available. So it's a good idea to you know be well stocked when it comes to photos. Now, here are a few tips, just really quick tips for photographing your property. Choose the highlights of your property and declutter the space. Maximize your natural lighting. And of course, choose the best angle that shows the entire space. So here are just a few examples of some really good property photos on the platform. As you can see here, the angle is right next to the door so that clients will know exactly how it feels and how it looks like when they first enter the property. Um, and here's another example that showcases just how well lit the property is. Not only is the property filled with windows um, and, you know, in, in almost all the walls, but also you can see the, uh, the ceiling lights just above and the chandelier right in the middle so that you know or so that clients will know um, if they live in this property, then they can expect a well lit home. Now, if you're considering editing your photos, we suggest Snapseed, Visco, VSCO, and uh, Canva. 
Um, using your chosen tool, you can take out any unnecessary blemishes or sides. So make sure you're a little well-versed with Snapseed and Visco, especially. Canva is a good way to design photos and to do some really quick additional um, text on these photos. Modify the saturation, temperature, and the shadows or highlights of your photos. So this is a good example of you know a well-balanced photo in terms of color because the sky is not too blue or not too orange. Um, the 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 this sorry <laughs> the uh, the house is clear right there's no unnecessary um uh, unnecessary debris or blemishes in the photo nothing that you'd like to take out um this wire well we can't do anything about that because it really is part of the property or part of the facade of the property but everything else right keep it neat and clean um when we talk about saturation we talk about how um how intense the colors are in in a photo so if for example i set the saturation too high then you know this cream color might end up turning a little bit more yellow if i set it too uh too low then you won't see the colors of the the greenery here in front and when we talk about shadows and highlights of course highlights so an example of the highlight is this, see this light here, right? Um, if I set the highlight too high, then it might have, the light here might be too intense and it'll wash out the surrounding, um, the surrounding area. And if I set the shadows too low, then of course it's not going to look very nice uh, because it's too dark. And then finally, keep your edits to a minimum. Just make sure that your photo looks nice and bright and clean. That's the entire point of real estate photos. Just make sure that the property looks nice and bright and clean and you should be in, you know, you should you should be ready to go. And that's it. These are your ways and how you can present your property online, right? Um, first, you've got your videos live videos, edited videos, you have your online presentations, which you can hold on Skype and on Zoom. And then if nothing else, at least have proper photos of your property um, that you can send to your clients anytime, uh, anytime they need it. And hopefully these tips ha will have helped you in creating your own virtual tours and creating your video tours, um, your video presentations, and that maybe, you know, if uh, just in case, just in case this quarantine gets extended, then at least you will be able to create material that you can show to your clients and keep them engaged. Or, you know, after this quarantine, you now have a new skill set or you now have a new um, a new way to present your properties to clients who may be abroad or maybe too busy at the moment. Um, before I end this presentation, just I would just like to let you know about our Trading Thursday schedule. Um, on April 9 and April 16, we have the basic classes, right? Um, so these are held only via Skype. And then after the basic classes, we have converting online leads to sales on April 23 and April 30. Uh, if we're out of the lockdown by then, um, then we'll still be holding it on Skype so that there's no confusion. Um, and if you are, uh, and if you're wondering what the basic classes are, the basic classes basically um, talk about top online lead generation class, uh, top online lead generation channels, and um, the power of Lamudi, which gives you a more in-depth look about how Lamudi works, 
um, and how Lamudi, uh, and how you can maximize the tools available on the Lamudi platform. The trainings are held exclusively via Skype video conference, and it's limited to 15 slots per session only. And then every Friday afternoon, we will have the Lamudi Academy live sessions. Uh, this is happening on YouTube. So if you want to sign, uh, if you want to join that, please sign up to receive the live link. Um, the main topic that we will be discussing is creating valuable online conversations with clients while at home. Um, again, this is still related to how you can uh, continue your business during uh, this COVID-19 quarantine or even after if you choose to you know, move your business digitally. Um, we might be changing the topics on the 17th and the 24th, but stay tuned for any updates on that. Uh, it will depend, of course, on uh, client demand and, of course, um, what the situation will be after um, the 14th or the 15th. Now, for the next episode, we will be discussing keeping in touch how to show care for our clients amidst the era of social distancing. Uh, make sure to join us. It'll be on April 7. Uh, stay tuned for additional details on that, and it'll be a Facebook Live session much like this one. And I guess that's about it for the presentation. Oh, wait, I forgot. Um, if you want to have group training sessions for your colleagues or your team, um, email us so that you can receive all the topics available. We have a wide range of topics available for you and your team. And if you want to schedule a private session via Skype, YouTube Live, or Zoom, again, email us at academy at and we will set this up for you. All right, that's about it for my presentation. Um, thank you so much for your time. I hope you learned a lot today. And that's about it. So again, my name is Adin Passis, Learning and Development Coach for Lamboudi Philippines. Stay safe, be well, and I'll see you in the next video. Bye.